to the Introverted Hippie Podcast, episode 77. How are you guys doing on this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful Thursday? Everything is copacetic. Life is good, y'all. We are having a solo pod today. So how are you guys feeling on this beautiful, beautiful Thursday, man? I'm doing wonderful. I am blessed and highly favored. I'm here, y'all. It's been a lot that has been going on in the media, in the news, and we are going to get into it because I'm telling you guys, like, it's been crazy lately, but... I'm just going to get at how I'm feeling this week. I'm feeling good so far. Like, I'm still doing my due diligence, trying to make sure your girl is up and active. But we're going to get more into that in the life update. So let's get into it. So I don't know if you guys have seen that Roe versus Wade. Yeah, we're going to start off with Roe versus Wade, man. Because obviously, I don't know why that the Supreme Court says it's not acceptable for us to have abortions anymore as women. It's crazy. I just feel like a gun has more rights than our own body. And it's so crazy because they say that what they're doing is this because they're doing this because of the population. And I don't know if you guys have seen the news that Trump basically had a rally um, with another woman from the Supreme Court. I don't know if she was from the Supreme Court. Don't quote me. They were basically saying that white lives matter. And I'm just like, bro. Why, like, I thought it was all lives matter. Y'all want to make it seem like that. And it's just, you know, what's even more crazier is that white women get more, more, white women get more abortions than minority women. And it's even more crazier that it's like, damn, so y'all don't give a fuck about black lives. Y'all doing this trying to save y'all fucking population from the Caucasian side. And being a black woman, it's like, damn, we don't even have control of our bodies. And it's just a lot. Y'all want us to birth these childs into the world. And sometimes we're not ready. Like I said on previous podcasts, like people are bringing like the most ups- like the most vicious reasons as of why you should get it like an abortion, like rape, incest. But I'm just saying like a topsy- topic pregnancy, like that's another reason why you should get an abortion as well, because that's life or death right there. Like you could be internally bleeding, and not even know it. So I just feel like it's just a lot of craziness going on. And also, y'all, they basically the Supreme Court, one of the um, black ones. I forgot his name. He don't even matter because obviously he don't give a fuck about us. He basically saying that he's trying to end like same sex marriages, contraceptives. I'm like, what do you like? We could be literally living in the final days. Like next thing you know, they're going to bring back slavery. You know, his, his black ass will be with us. Like, I don't understand. Y'all overturning something that been in place for 50 fucking years. Like. People need to have control over their bodies. It's their bodies, their choice. And you taking away that right, people are just going to find another way to do it. If they can't take care of that child, they're not going to have it. And they're going to have more unsafe ways to have abortions. And it's just, it's really sad because I really be feeling like we living in the final days because all this craziness is going on. Like, I just don't understand why you taking that right so with women. It's your body, your choice. And I don't know if you guys have seen that Kimberly Elise, if you don't know who that is, she was on Diary of a Mad Black Woman. She basically was saying that, oh, she's happy because the overturning of Road and Roy basically saying that more lives are being saved. Like, y'all are creating more lives. A lot of people can't even fucking take care of these kids. Sometimes people just are not ready. They're just not ready. You should give somebody the option if they're not ready. And, like, I just feel like you doing that is going to be more and more death rates of children because people are just not ready to take care of kids. And it's it's expensive as its own. Like, y'all, we in inflation. Like, gas prices is crazy. Rent is crazy. Like, food is up. Like, 
everything is too freaking high to be having a baby. And I'm going to keep it all the way a stat with you guys. Like, if I had a baby right now, I know, you know, I would love to have a baby. I want my three babies. I want my three kids. But it's just, I just don't know what I would do. Because it's, it's so hard out here. And it's so hard trying to find a decent job. And it's like, y'all, having a baby right now in this time, in this day, in this age, your girl be fucked. Literally, she will be fucked. Your girl will literally be fucked. I just don't know. I don't know if I'll be like super fuck y'all, but it'll just be really, really, really hard for me to maintain with a baby with me. I feel like especially you have to be careful who you have a child with because that's going to be your support system along along if you got a family as well. So you want to m- make sure that you be careful because at this time they're trying to get rid of contraceptives. So your girl legs are just going to be closed. I just don't have fucking time because these niggas don't even deserve no coochie. Really, they really fucking don't. But let's get into the BET Awards, y'all. So I don't know if you guys have seen the BET Awards. I just feel like the BET Awards is not the same as it was like when we were children. Like it just feels so fucking different. It's like, remember when like Jada Pickett and Will Smith, like they hosted the fucking BET Awards or like Monique when she hosted the BET Awards and did like that whole like a whole thing of like beyonce like crazy love and i'm like you don't get moments like that to be it you know wars no more like i don't know if it's because of viacom they took it over i don't know what it is it's just it doesn't feel the same and it's just like i don't know like I don't know. So, Giveon did a performance at the BET Awards, and the vocals wasn't vocaling, y'all. And I don't know what happened. I just feel like, damn, like, damn, Giveon. I don't know if Justina Scott put a curse on you or what, but his vocals wasn't wasn't working. And also, guys, we need to get into the Diddy speech. So, I'm going to just play it for you guys. Hey, y'all, y'all, I'm going to keep it 100 with y'all. I was in a dark place a few years, you know what I'm saying? And I have to give a special thank out. Thank you. Shout out. Thank you. All that love to I got to give a special thank you to the people that was really like there for me. Bishop T.D. Jakes. My chief of staff, Christina Coram, KK. Lorianne Gibson, keeping me free. Yeah, also Cassie for holding me down in the dark times. Love. I know how I feel about him thanking Cassie. I'm like, I personally feel like he wasted Cassie's time for like 10 years. 10 years is a really long time to be with somebody and you not to like give them a child for you not to like propose to them. You for you not to do nothing but waste their fucking time and you can tell she was in love with Diddy. She was with him for a long period of time. Like he basically had children on her and it, it it's crazy like i know he had kids like three kids with him and kim porter but he didn't give cassie any kids and cassie moved on and found a man got married got got two kids and just really just happy and it's like diddy i guess diddy is like damn like she really decided to let me go so now he with young miami and i guess they share common interests where they both lost someone that was really close to them like a mother of their child their child's father and I guess they're sharing with that. Since we all be on Miami. Like it's the fact that her having that go poppy. I just. I, I love me some city girls. And I love me some young Miami. But it's just like girl why. It just seems like with me Diddy is still grieving. And that's why he's trying to have so much fun. Like he's still grieving. He's still trying to get over Cassie. He's still trying to get over Kim Porter. If he was really over Cassie like he say he was. He wouldn't even mention that woman. 
he would have just let that jump rock and just thanked everybody and kept it pushing. But he wanted Cassie to know that he was still thinking about her. That's why he said that on national TV. And your, your Miami looking like a damn fool with the go poppy flag. And it's like, bruh, this man didn't even acknowledge you. He might have said period or whatever like that. But I just feel like it wasn't no acknowledgement in that. So I just feel like you got to look at that. You know what I'm saying? He's having fun. He having multiple women. It's just... It's not giving, dog. And it's like Cassie just look, looking back at y'all like, damn, I done lived that life. Like, I done moved on to something great. I'm a mom. I'm a wife. I'm I'm doing all these different deals. Like, I'm happy now. So, I just feel like Cassie is in a place of peace. So, I just feel happy for her. So, peace, love, and light to Cassie and all her future endeavors. So, let's also get into it, guys. Y'all, Rachel is just very marketable. Um, we gonna talk about the verses as well, but I'm trying to stick with on Ray J just for a moment. Like he's very marketable. Like this man had a couple noodles at the BET Awards, and then this man get a couple noodles like endorsement deal. Like this man just keep getting money. Like I don't know how he does it. Like everything he touches gold. Period. So kudos to Ray J. Um, and since we are on Ray J, let's get off the BET Awards. Let's talk about the verses, y'all. Mario versus Omarion. Chow. What the fuck was that? What the fuck was that? Like, what the fuck was that? Like, I don't understand how Omarion let Mario win. Mario got some vocals, y'all. Like, and Mario did his fucking thing. And I'm just like, damn, like, I had the biggest crush on Omarion when I was younger. And, like, Omarion really couldn't sing. Oh my, I couldn't really sing. It was just the look. It was just the body, the the braids. It was just that. It wasn't it wasn't the singing. He had the vocals, but Mario, y'all, Mario had the vocals, the look. Like it, it, it just was giving all over. And it's just like, damn, we just gotta get into like a lot of shit with the verses. Ray J can't sing. I I d I don't know what it was. Ray J can't sing, y'all. And I, I th- like, and I'm thinking like, damn, one witch had us all in a chokehold when we was younger. And obviously it wasn't that because Ray J wasn't given that. I'm like, damn, the vocals wasn't given what it was supposed to give at the vocals for Ray J. I'm like, damn, I'm thinking like he going, he going to shut this bitch down. Obviously not y'all, but I'm just going to play some of the vocals for y'all. If y'all can hear what's going on. So let's play some of these vocals. Oh, baby, by the way, tell me, no, I want you. Cause you know, at the end of the day, everything is out to go. Baby, you told me, no matter what you are, we're always here for me. Always here for me, yeah, baby. Now I'm alone. So she wanna be that was just a few clips of the verses i'm gonna get into some ray j clips as well but 
can y'all just hear how good Mario sound? Like it, it's just giving, it's just giving vocals. You know what I'm saying? And I just feel like that Ray J was sounding, not Ray J, Omarion was sounding like he was getting tired the hell out. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, damn. And like he doing all these dance moves. Nigga, we don't give a fuck about no dance moves. We want to see that goddamn voice. Like we want to hear you give it to us. Like we want to hear them damn vocals. We want to hear how you been sounding back in the 2004 like we trying to hear that type of vibes but you giving us dance moves and songs that we don't even fucking know and it's like what the fuck even the songs that mario was playing that we did not know it still still sounded great because of the vocals and i'm like damn like omarion couldn't even give us that type of vibe you feel me but itchy ways girl i just don't understand and I'm a, let's get we're gonna have to dig Ray J a new one. So let's play some of these vocals for Ray J. Wish, 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 Uh, I don't know why Ray J went up there with that bullshit. Like, yo, like that nigga could at least drink some tea or did something. Then he tried to hold his child, make it seem like the baby was the reason because his vocals was trash. Like, child. And then when the niggas Pleasure P, Bobby Valentino, and Sammy got together and started harmonizing one wish, nigga got mad. And I'm just going to play that clip when them niggas start harmonizing that nigga shit. Oh, he got big mad. Them niggas start harmonizing his shit. So literally, this nigga went and said, "Like y'all harmonizing my shit." I'm just gonna play it, y'all, cause this shit got me weak. Get in singing the harmonies. I start again a cappella to try to serenade princess. Y'all go one wish again, like damn, like just let me get one off. The ungratefulness. <laughs> Why the people that you? AJ's one God, wish. Damn. All y'all been talking about is one wish. One wish, one right. wish, one. Damn. All through the promo, everything. Y'all can't off. get enough of one wish. Yeah. Let Ray yeah, J get his song. Yeah, damn. All y'all mad because y'all don't own y'all hits. Uh, Ray J got big mad and decided to have a little tinter tantrum on stage. So literally, it just was not giving what it was supposed to give. But hey, kudos to everybody that participated in the verses. I just feel like, you know, it was very nostalgic just to hear about songs that we had like in the past growing up and just to realize half of these niggas couldn't even really sing we was just really liking it because they had us in a chokehold and it was on the countdown or 106 in park and it was just that like it wasn't really the vocals wasn't getting us sometimes it was the looks of the bodies like all the hair um but i don't really have much to say about pleasure p but um kudos to that man as well um and yeah like literally like i just feel like mario smoked the verses and i'm really shocked that he won over omarion because they in la and that's omarion city and i'm like i thought he would put on a whole fucking show instead of like you know that raggedy ass shit like just dancing eating watermelon with his brother orion i was really confused when the watermelon came on stage i was like where did that come from 
Well, and then, you know, he gave the watermelon to a fan. Like, he ate out of the watermelon and gave it to a fan. And I'm like, girl, you really gonna eat the backwash of another nigga you don't even know? Bitch, it's still COVID going around. It ain't safe out here. Like, girl, what the fuck? But, um, literally, kudos to everybody that participated in the verses. It was very nostalgic, like I said previously. Like, I just really feel like, damn, like, growing up, you had all these freaking hit records one wish touch touch me um entourage uh calling my name oh y'all i want to say calling my name we ain't listening to drape but um just all these songs that's just was very instrumental in our childhood so kudos to them man like for real i don't know if you guys have also seen that r kelly is going to be serving 30 years in prison so i want to know what's going to happen to his legacy like you know r kelly has a large catalog of music he wrote for a lot of artists sometimes your favorite artists like he wrote for justin bieber he wrote for chris brown like he wrote for trey songs it's just a lot of artists that he wrote for and like i want to know what's going to go on to his legacy 30 years is a really a long time so i think r kelly is already in his late 50s or 40s or 50s i think it's 50s so basically that's going to be the rest of his life in prison so i just really feel like nowadays you really have to watch what you place out here in this world and what you do to people because you never know like at the end of the day people be thinking they're getting away with shit nine times out of ten you're not because shit gonna catch right back up to you y'all um but yeah man that's the only thing i can say about that like I don't know how that legacy of that music going to play out. Like I said before, like y'all, you got to separate the artist from the music because R. Kelly has hits. R. Kelly has fucking hits. All that hard work and everything that he placed in is going down the drain because he couldn't keep his dick in his pants. So most definitely be careful what you place out here in the world because you never know what might come back to you. You feel me? But yeah, y'all. Um, so yeah, that is wait, wait, wait. We got one more entertainment news topic. I don't know if you guys have seen that Caesar on Black Ink Crew that he has been beating up dogs. He said basically that his ex-girlfriend placed out the footage of him beating up the dogs and yeah, she just wanted revenge. So it is it's really crazy that like he lost his deal with VH1. Cause you know he had the black ink crew deal and then it's just like damn like a lot like little like people like i said you got to be careful what you place out into the world because literally people will try to end you he said it was because of a bad breakup people don't care about your situation they will fucking try to end you like literally i don't like it just got to be careful man so that is the end of our entertainment news y'all so let's get into our show's topic so what i have been watching i've been watching p valley um i really 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 like it i don't know if you guys seen like the latest episode where it was that sexual scene um with with um murder and his friend from um prison and it was very it was a very intimate moment um and it just goes to show like we don't we really kind of don't know people like we say we know like murder he really do love uncle clifford but he still decided to lay down with his friend and obviously his friend has feelings for him 
And his friend's like, he woke up, ain't no good morning or nothing. He just asked who the fuck is Cletus. And it's like, damn, like, you can be doing all that with somebody else and not even give a fuck if your, your heart belongs to somebody else. So that's why I say, y'all, when y'all dating these niggas, y'all need to make sure that a nigga is emotionally invested in you. Because nine times out of ten, when they not, it's literally, they, they, they literally gonna go to the next bitch and be emotionally invested in her and what you just getting dick. Trust me, bitch, I done been there. So, no. Uh, and I don't want dick from a nigga. Like, I want a nigga to be emotionally invested in me. I want you to give me your time. I want us to have mutual interests. I want us to actually get to know each other on, like, a on a deep-ass level. Because that's what I'm looking for now, y'all. Um, that's what I'm looking for in a nigga. Because I don't want you to just to fuck on me. Because if, I, if, I, if you could fuck on me, I could fuck on anybody. But I chose to give you my time. So, it's just like, at this big-ass age, I want a nigga that I can grow with. I can invest with. With my mutual interest in, mutual interest in everything. Like, I want us to be equally yoked. That's what type of time I'm on. Um, and that's really, really pretty much it. And also, I've been watching The Man That Fell From Earth. Um, and that's like a really cool sci-fi show. If you guys are into like black sci-fi, it's basically about this man that fell from earth and basically he's like a, he's like an alien, but he's like in a human suit and he's trying to figure out his way to get back to, um, back to his country. And it's just a lot of crazy things that happen throughout the time frame. He has superpowers and it's a cool show if you want to watch it. It's on Showtime. And also, I need to go ahead and watch The Shy, y'all. The Shy came back out, so I need to go ahead and check that out as well. Um, But yeah, that's really pretty much it with the shows. I haven't really been watching a lot of things lately, y'all. Um, But yeah, um, let's get into the music topic, y'all. So... Music that I have been listening to this week. Um, of course, I have been listening to the Drake album. If you don't hear about the instrumental, I am playing Calling My Name um, by Drake. So that's very fucking cool. I feel like Drake is one of those artists that are very versatile. Like he never places himself in a box. He has always branched out and did something different. If it's not singing, rapping, or just doing stuff like dance music, it's always something different. Even when you listen to the Views album, you get a, you get you get a piece of everything in that album. And I feel like he just decided to give us one section of music, but he still catered to you niggas. He gave you that shit, Jimmy Crooks with him in 21 Savage. But I feel like people have been eating his ass up by the album, but he still catered to all of his audience was still giving you guys the rap shit y'all really wanted at the end. So pretty much I've been fucking vibing to that album. I really, really like it. Uh, I feel like people has been shitting on it, but I like it. Um, I feel like that's a little nice little vibe to dance to. You feel me? Especially when you're getting dressed. Um, and also, I listened to the Breezy album. Kudos to Chris Brown for dropping his album. I feel like with Chris Brown projects, it's always very fucking long. I feel like Chris Brown pr- places out a lot of work into his albums. And he always gives us a lot of music. Um, he has so many different features from Blast to ESTG to Tory Lanez. Like, I feel like the album is a great body of work. My favorite song is Bad as a Bad as a Beach with him and Tory Lanez so far. Um, I only have been half through the project, so I'm still listening to it. But kudos to Chris Brown album. If y'all don't know, y'all know what song has aged like fucking fine wine though. 
She will by Lil Wayne. That shit aged like fucking fine wine, my G. Like, I've really been listening to that song today. And I was like, damn, like, Lil Wayne and Drake killed that. Like, that shit aged perfectly. Like, you can still listen to that shit and then feeling like, damn, like, this shit came out today. Like, I I think it came out, like, 2013, 2014. But it aged like fine wine. And I love it. Um, And also... I'm still listening to Control Deluxe with SZA. I feel like SZA cannot do no wrong in my book. Um, I know everybody says she's she's a habitual liar. But I just feel like Shadi just always places out a great body of work. I I can't wait to her next project. Uh, I'm a big SZA fan. Um, And also, I've heard Beyonce break my soul. Uh, It's not for me. Um... And I like Beyonce. It's just that record was just not for me. If it's not for me, it's just not for me. But, you know, maybe once they overplay it, maybe I'll get hooked to it. So you never know, guys. So, yeah. Um, So that's the end of our music topic. So let's get into things that's on my mind this week. Y'all, I just feel like people don't understand the vision. Um, what The reason I say that is because... I really do take my podcast very seriously, y'all. Like, I, it might not be a lot to other people where they see, like, oh, this bitch really not doing what she says she's doing. She not getting a lot of views. She not doing all this other shit. It's because I'm trying to be consistent, y'all. Consistency, you will literally get what you want with consistency. You have to be consistent at anything you fucking want to do. Because literally, y'all, even with applying to these fucking jobs, like, you have to be consistent in it. Because at the end of the day, as long as you're consistent, you're going to get to where you need to fucking go, my G. I just really hate the fact when people don't understand the vision of the of of the pod. Like with me, I ain't gonna lie, y'all. I'm super invested in it, and I just see so much potential in it, and I see that it's gonna grow and it's gonna be bigger than what like what I'm doing, maybe bigger than ever. And it, I just really have high hopes for it. And when people don't see the vision of like thinking it's not going nowhere, you're not doing your due diligence, due diligence on trying to research shit or trying to just get topics to actually converse with and actually have a conversation with and just not being structured with the formula of how like you want something to go and like I understand people implement new ways to do things but I'm just like damn like when I guess it's, it never works when people don't see the vision the same way you see it when they don't see it, it, it it's just always gonna fall apart so it's just like, damn, like the same thing I said previously, y'all, about being equally yoked with your partner. Like, that's really the type of time I'm on right now. Like, I really just want to have a good career, be stable, financially stable, do something I love and have a partner that actually fucking loves me and wants to be with me and wants to have children with. That's where I'm at at this age of 2022. Like, and we gonna get into a lot of shit in the next couple couple episodes of shit that transpired but it's just when people don't see your vision it's nothing that you can do to stop that you just gotta keep on pushing the show must go on like what future say one monkey don't stop no show you gotta keep it pushing regardless it's like i can't stop what i got going on for somebody that don't see the vision of what i have in store for my future so when they don't see that i don't want to keep nobody i don't want to keep nobody around that don't want to be around for it sometimes you got to let people go and give people grace and move forward so yeah that's what's been on my mind this week is just letting go continuing the process and also just 
making sure like I see the vision for what I want this shit to be. I just feel like y'all, I keep saying this, but I just really feel like in a couple years, this podcast is going to be popping. It's going to be up. We're going to have a lot of visual content. It's going to be that. It's going to be really, really fucking awesome. And I just, I just hope you guys stick around and, you know, you can certainly see the vision as it unfolds, man. It's just, I hate, I hate when shit falls apart, but when shit falls apart, better things come together, man. Um... But yeah, like that's what's been on my mind this week. Um, so let's give you guys a life update. So I'm still trying to get a job back in my field, y'all. Y'all, if y'all don't know, I quit my job in April. Um, I had in my field. Um, I just felt like that particular industry was not for me. Um, I felt like it was the job actually. I just felt like it wasn't a job. I just felt like it was the industry I was in. I didn't feel like I was able to actually be conducive in that and just actually do do work that I felt that I actually loved. And I felt like people didn't want to help you there. And it just felt like I was being it was I was a hindrance at all time. So I just felt like that wasn't for me. And I realized with myself is that I remember back in the day when I used to work at Food Lion and I was like, bro, I can't do this grocery shit. I don't I don't know how to do this shit. And I just I was like, I quit. And then next thing you know, guys, I got a job at retail and I started working at Bath and Body Works and I fucking loved it. It's just the industry I was in. Grocery wasn't the right industry for me, but retail was, you know what I'm saying? So I just felt like that was the same thing with me in my marketing position that I had previously. Um, so I'm just looking for industry where I feel like I will be great at, I will do great in. Um, like I always like to tell you guys, I always do my due diligence. I try to make sure, um, I make shit happen, you know what I'm saying? Like I am on my interview I'm on my interview shit right now and I have some awesome news for you guys. Um I don't know if I'm even able to say this, but I'm going to tell you guys. I don't know if you guys listen to the Need to Know podcast, but if you do, most definitely listen to them. They're fucking awesome. So, I have got an internship with the Need to Know podcast and I'm very very ecstatic. Um I'm very happy. We just going to see how everything unfolds. Like I really want to be in the podcast industry and I really want to see my podcast excel and grow and get to the place where it needs to in a couple years and just be able to do this for a fucking living and I'm so blessed and highly favored to get an internship with them just to know more of the ins and out of the podcast industry and also just to be able to experience and see what they actually do you know what I'm saying so I'm very excited for that and I'm going to most definitely take you guys on the journey with me doing that as well um and also, yeah, your girl's still applying for jobs and everything in that nature. So we're going to keep you updated on that as well. Um, but yeah, like that's where I'm at, y'all. Life is cool. Um, but yeah, that's my life update. So usually we have a question of the day. So um, the question is describe your perfect concert lineup and features and acts. Um, I feel like my perfect concert will be like an R&B concert. So it will be like Kilani. Summer Walker, SZA, Janet Aiko, and then we gonna have for a special guest we will have Drake. Um, that would be like my 
my love concert, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that would be, like, the epic concert for me. Um, Because it's introverted hippie, guys. Like, I super give hippie vibes, you feel me? So, it's just, like, um, that would be, like, my dream concert with lineups. So, yeah. And, guys, I'm going to Keelani concert. So, I'm very, very excited for that. I'm going in August. So, yeah. If you guys don't know, that I have went to a lot of concerts this year. Tyler, the Creator, Dreamville Fest, and I'm going to see Keelani. So, that's going to be so, so freaking awesome and i can't wait to tell you guys about it if you anybody knows that listen to the podcast i love keelani um but i always say in the pod vince staples is going to be my husband we manifest in it we manifest in vince staples or kevin durant you know what i'm saying those are those are my top two picks vince staples or kevin durant so we're gonna manifest that for my for my future husband you feel me but um yeah y'all but if you do have any questions send your questions to the introverted hippie podcast at gmail.com i love to hear from you guys most definitely follow um, me on instagram it's the introverted hippie on um, pod twitter introverted hip pod um and tiktok it's introverted hippie podcast most definitely just follow all the socials man if you can get the updates on all the shit i be talking about every fucking week and also if you want to hear the playlist the playlist is on apple podcast the introverted hippie podcast playlist it has all the release music from each episode you can listen to so most definitely go ahead and check it out it is going to be there so yeah guys if you have made it this far thank you so each episode we like to release negative and toxic energies to release music so this week release music what i'm going to play for mine is going to be she will by Lil wayne and drake like i said you guys that song age like fucking fine wine and also i'm gonna play a little extra song calling my name by drake um because i'm really feeling it you feel me um so yeah guys it's the end of the podcast i'll see you guys next thursday peace love and life